This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about assassins. 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 I've seen that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Several times. Um, Yeah, I said I was ready. I don't have IMDb up. 1995, directed by (laughs) Dick Donner, written by the Chowski brothers, well, I guess sisters, whatever they are, and... Um, siblings. Siblings. Is that what is that the official title now? That's what they call themselves, yeah. I think That's I what they credited. Yeah. I didn't know they actually changed their first names. Okay. Um, starring yeah. Sylvester Stallone, Antonio Banderas, and Julianne Moore. Uh, Scott, you nominated this movie. Leave us off here. All right. So, I saw this in the theaters. Uh, this, this was a... I don't know the timeline here, but just part of a string of just ultra mediocre Stallone movies <laughs> in the in the mid to to late nineties. Like I, I think of uh, this, um, the Specialist. Ah, oh, damn it! I was just about to. I was going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, like I remember the Specialist being especially terrible. Whoa! <laughs> uh, you know, I, as much as I love Demolition Man. <laughs> uh, Scott, Scott of... careful what your next words are. Yeah. What? Teddy Bear. No, don't include this with Demolition Man. That's classic. I'm, I'm just saying he, he was on a roll in the '90s <laughs> with over the top uh, action movies. And oh no, over the top came or in the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. Nice. <laughs> Good pull, Jeff. Just like he was pulling that weight in his truck. Hey. <laughs> Uh, All right, so '90s we got Oscar, or yeah, Rocky <laughs> Rocky Five, Oscar, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, Oscar, uh, Wow, Cliffhang- Cliffhanger, Cliffhanger, yeah. yeah, oh, that's the one I was trying to think of was Cliffhanger, <laughs> then Demolition Man, then The Specialist, then Judge Dread, then Assassins, Jeez. Daylight, <sighs> Copland, and then Copland was I remember that movie being good. And other stuff. Not, yeah, Copland wasn't an action movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like a, a drama. Yeah. A slow burn cop drama. But I liked it. it, it Fat Stallone. <laughs> it was beefy Stallone, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Assassins. Assassins. Uh, this came right smack in the middle of the 90s. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of a tipping point. Uh, the, yeah, so I saw this in the theaters. Um, I. When when did Desperado came out come out? It was after this, right? It had to be. I would think before, no. Well, Desperado. We'll here. Yeah, here. because I thought Desperado was Antonio Banderas' first like big movie that made him a star. Desperado, uh, same year. The same year, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I probably saw this before Desperado, so uh, first time seeing Antonio. Desperado. Uh, probably first time seeing Julianne Moore in anything too. Yeah. I was looking that up. Uh, Fugitive came out before this. She had a minor role in that, if you remember. I don't I, care. 
I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she played the Tommy Lee Jones character. <laughs> she was like the nurse in the hospital. Okay, yeah, well, I'll have to look out for that. I do not remember that at all. Um, the guy from Scrubs, John Jan Etor, was also in that movie. That's right, he was one of the cops. <laughs> that's right, he gets cops get shot in the, uh, the L train. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, or even as a kid thinking this was meh, but, uh, since then there's, there's been a lot of, uh, memes and other things just based totally around Antonio Banderas' scenery chewing in this movie, uh, which, which we'll get to with our list, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, yeah, saw this thing in the theaters. Wow. Cool. Um, okay, I'll go next. I remember seeing commercials for this, but yeah, I, of that list of those, uh, Stallone movies we saw. Like I think I saw Cliffhanger, Demolition Man, Daylight. Maybe I, I just you're right. This was a bunch of crap from him. Um, yeah, I ne- ne- did not go and see it. When you guys mentioned this, I didn't even know what this was until I started watching. It. I was like, "What the fuck? Stallone's in this? Oh, this movie!" And then yeah, yeah. And then I had no idea it was directed by Dick Donner until I saw his brother or cousin, whatever. Yeah, was in it. And I was <laughs> the like, what is this yeah. a Dick Donner movie? <laughs> yeah. And then that's when I saw the Wachowskis did it, and I was like, what? But then I read, I guess they claim no credit. I guess it was totally rewritten once it left their hands. So well, they... too bad because their fucking names are on it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so this is my. I watched it a few hours ago, and that's my experience with it. I'll talk more about it later, Alex. <laughs> I was I did watch this when I was a kid also in the theaters because my dad was a big is a big Stallone fan and uh, I when I was gonna rewatch it I was confusing it with the specialist <laughs> so I was like oh man I remember that one scene with Sharon Stone and she stood in front of the guy that was getting blown up and I'm like this isn't the specialist <laughs> I had to separate those in my mind while I was watching this movie uh, but yeah. The whole time I was watching, rewatching this movie, like towards the end of the film, which I'll have a lot to say about, um, I was thinking this movie is almost like the description that John Lovitz gives for the new Three Amigos picture at the beginning of that movie. Remember? <laughs> I don't <laughs> remember like, what he says. But... He's like, all right, you meet this new guy. At first, you don't like him. But throughout the course of the movie, you get some stuff. And then by the end of the movie, you're friends. <laughs> <laughs> so that... This whole movie kind of towards the end reminded me of it, of that scene, and I left. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I more than uh, I I don't unlike this movie. We'll say that for now. All right. Well, let's get into our list. As usual, we each talk about seven items from the movie. So Scott, why don't you lead us off? So I you know I, I didn't remember a whole lot about this movie. Uh, I remember the the general plot line and, and some of the Tony Banderas stuff. I completely forgot how much acting acting. He mentioned John Lovitz, <laughs> Alex mm-hmm. acting. Acting. How, how much acting Stallone and Banderas have to do at computers, <laughs> and and Julianne Moore too to a lesser degree. But they act the shit out of it, <laughs> out of the script or whatever lines they were fed when they were sitting in front of those computers while well, eating fruit. Yeah, and it's fucking hilarious every single time. Like, they're just speaking their thoughts out loud. And I get it. It's, it, you're looking at the computer. You have to do something on screen to make it not completely boring. Um, and I'll, and I'll get to the actual computers later. <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were Macintosh. Yeah. 
but just a lot of them like making faces, like saying stuff to the computers, and it was just cracking me up. And the movie was fucking over two hours long. Fuck I know. Yes. It was, right? God, it was a slog. Yeah, but, they really should have trimmed the fat. Yeah, that, that's one thing they could have done. They could have cut out like at least solid five to ten minutes of them fucking around on computers. Like, <laughs> just show them typing some stuff. Like Spider to the fly. Yeah, have them yell out. Like, they can say like one or two things, maybe say fuck or whatever, get angry. But don't constantly say like something out loud to every single thing that gets typed. Yeah. So I'll, I'll confess because I was running out of time. It was like a pushing it and i was like all right i'm watching it i'm watching it and i'm like all right let me go check out the plot and see you know let me just see some stuff and i literally get through i'm like okay i've seen that already i've seen that already i've seen that already i've seen i only haven't seen the last little paragraph that says oh you find out that nikolai is still alive and they oh spoilers <laughs> at the very end i was like okay it's spoiled if i didn't fucking care for this movie and I looked, and there was still 55 minutes left. I was like, what the fuck's going to happen? And it's just him sitting in the bank for 30 minutes. It's like, yeah, it's me? Yeah, it's pretty fucking neat. When, 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 uh, right when I started up, like I saw that it was over two hours long, like two hours and 12 minutes or whatever it was. And I just remember thinking, I, I was basically like, still on like, I guess when he's talking to his computer, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, this, <laughs> I knew there was no way that, that they could justify this being over two hours long. All right. Uh, my number seven is, ooh, such a dramatic opening. Uh, for this movie, I just thought it was very, because, okay, I, I was like, this Assassins, what is this? Wait, wait, sorry, Jeff? Assassins. Oh, thank you. Sorry. You got to um, pronounce it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> and I see this black and white and the sniper, you know, first person sniper and this guy walking out. I was like, what the fuck is this movie? It's all dramatic. And I was like, what the hell? And then that's when the next scene, it's like, it's Stallone tromping through the swamp with some guy. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute, Sylvester Stallone's in this fucking movie? What the? Then I looked it up and it's, oh, it's this shitty movie. And I just, I don't know, for some reason, the opening is not what I expected. <laughs> you thought it was going to be a completely different shitty movie. <laughs> it did. Uh, so yeah, it just, it just caught me off guard, so I had to put it as a, I don't know if it's negative or positive, just not what I was expecting, something I wanted to, to mention. Um, oh, it's a negative. Fair enough. Yeah. Alright, Alex, number seven. Uh, my number seven is Julianne Moore's character is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I what? hate her. She's a, first of all, her logo is fucking awful. So like, oh, we have its logo on this mark, and it's something.cat.com or whatever. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> typical the 90s bullshit with the with yeah. hackers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then her actual character is just, oh, I'm a quirky and i'm tech savvy and i'm spying on my neighbors because i'm a fucking pervert well they what? set it up that she's like uh like completely just very antisocial eh she's too quirky to be antisocial or no, too it, like bubbly and and whatnot to be eh i don't no i don't buy it no i agree and then at the end it's, oh it's just a girl so she's immature and she doesn't know the rules are at stake so she you know she escapes the balcony to go have fun at the Day of the Dead. Oh, talking about yeah, moron. Yeah, it's like I just yeah, she was bad. And then, oh, I can't find it. I can get the rifle. Yeah, she bugged me too. I, I, yeah, I think I didn't think her character was particularly well written, but I thought she did the the best she could with it. Oh, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Sure, yeah, yeah. nothing against her. Like a lesser <laughs> actress would have been even worse. I like some of the physical stuff where she was like carrying the rifle. She wasn't actually holding it, you know, in her arms or anything. She was, she was dragging it because she didn't know what the fuck this, what to do with this thing and everything. I like 
some of the mannerisms and stuff that she added towards the end. Also, I would like to note what I, there was absolutely no danger at first <laughs> when she was hanging trying to get the rifle that was hidden up in the ceiling. Yeah. I was like, why is there tense music? Isn't she just like a foot off the ground? <laughs> Did she step on like a tiny bucket to get up there? Like, I didn't get it until it's like she lets go and then she falls through the hole. I'm like, why didn't they set that up? Well, yeah, I think, I know, well, I thought the tension was that she needed to get out of there. Not really, because Antonio Banderas was still sitting, chit-chatting, chit-chat, chit-chat, over with Sylvester Stallone in the bank. Well, they showed him running back, and they still showed her trying no, to get down. No, that was later. No, yeah, that's when she was trapped already, not when she was falling. Like, when she was just hanging by the fingertips. But he'd already told her to get out of there. Uh, yeah, but she didn't listen, and Antonio Banderas was still there, and she was inches away from the gun. Uh, they were still... Yeah. 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 It's kind of a and stretch. is she much shorter than Ontario Banderas? Probably not. <laughs> no, she, <Yeah>. she's taller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think she could have reached it. Same. I was like, "What? Uh, What's happening?" Oh, she fell in the hole. <laughs> chit chat, chit chat. Then I will say what the the danger part, which I didn't understand, was. Well, hopefully, not see that. When early on, you meet her character, and she has a little RC car in the vents and everything, and then Ontario Banderas comes and kills all the other people. Why does she? Freak out! Like I don't know how why, how he would have found her in her room. Did I missed something there. He did. There was it was very poorly explained. Like he does something that he can tell where like room service went. But looking at the screen, like yeah, it was very yeah. poorly done. Oh yeah, when he's looking at the TV. But yeah, he like he like figures it out by like some room yeah. service thing. But but I think that was after. Like I was already when. Well, no. So yeah, they don't set up how he fucking knew where the Interpol gang were going to be. Cause they like had his pager. Yeah, exactly. They didn't oh, make any he sense. Slipped, he slipped the pager into them when they were in the elevator. Right, but how do you know where the room it was? Because he called the pager. But that doesn't... That... Yeah, the, the, he called the pager, the pager went off, and he heard it when he was in the hallway. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, he just, and he killed all those dudes in front? Like, I don't know how... I, yeah, I was lost. But I don't know. Anyway. And also, I mean, he was still getting fed information by uh, what's-her-face through the computer. Oh, we didn't know it was Nikolai. Spoilers. <laughs> through Nikolai from the computer, so. Yeah. Eh. Anyway. Yeah, All right, anyways. well, we're on yep. uh, Scott's number six. Yep. Okay. Uh, my number six was Julianne Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought she did a really good job, like I was saying, like with with the her limited character and... All the quirky '90s hacker bullshit that they kind of superimposed on me. Uh, I d- I did like that they didn't try to do the whole like oh we'll get her into a dress and she'll be hot all of a sudden. Like she still like dresses like a nerd throughout the the whole thing. So yeah. So I I like that much of it. Um, I mean she's still very attractive. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's not like <laughs> you know she's movie movie ugly or whatever in the movie, but uh. What's the opposite of, like, lipstick on a pig? Is it, like, mud on a swan? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, Just her constantly calling the cat around was annoying to me, though. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that much. Uh, her, I'm going to say her... right now that uh, mud on a swan is going to be the, this year's bush bump. <laughs> good job, Jeff. <laughs> uh, what about... Um, 
she didn't have to do any like oh it's the Linux system and hack into anything in the movie. Yeah, they, they <laughs> yeah they never mentioned like mainframe or GUI or yeah I was expecting that to happen GUI, at yeah. some point. Uh, so yeah, there really wasn't any hacking going on. No, like they just kind of say that she she was good at it. That was about it. Or yeah. cracking or whatever. Um, I I did think it was dumb that the the whole reason Antonio Barris's character was able to find her at her apartment is because she had pictures of her cat. Like just with her randomly, <laughs> yeah. that, that didn't make any sense to me. Cat, crazy cat lady. Yeah, I right. guess so. Yeah, but even, what made even less sense is how the fuck he found that place, just based on the landmark of the the. the yeah, there's no way. Well, there's no towers in Seattle, so <laughs> you just look for the one. Yeah. yeah, there's no way. Like, like 45 minutes later, he's at the place. <laughs> All right, well, my number six is the shootout at the cemetery with my cast gun and just <laughs> not drawing any attention to himself. I, I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> like, first of all, I, I saw him in the cast. I'm like, okay, he's got his gun in there and he's going to. But then just, it was just, he's running after him and just right in front of the cops, just firing shots at Antonio Banderas. And nope. Because it's got a silencer on it and it makes absolutely no It's noise. magical. It's like John Wick 2. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I, I don't mention about like, the silencers. The cast kind of muffles the sound too. So yeah, yeah. They were they were doing <laughs> they were doing the John Wick silencer bullshit way before then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Silencers yeah, are magic. At that scene when Antonio Banderas shoots the guy, no one even reacts until he's like slumps over. Like no one hears the shot at all. Like I... yeah, but I, I think we all know now that like there's no such thing as a silencer. They're called suppressors and. They're still fucking loud. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just a matter of like, oh, you don't hear it from five blocks away. You only hear it from four. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's that's about the sound difference yeah. uh, with, with those things. Um, I, I'm probably off on that, but that that's the general yeah. idea. Uh, but it was just more him running them down in the cement. And first yeah, of all, the cops yeah, got there really quick. I yeah. don't know if they were just part of the. Funeral <laughs> procession or something. Keep, keeping tabs of the mafia guy. <laughs> yeah. But just, yeah, running after him, shooting that own... Ah, whatever. I want to know, like, what... I'll have more to say about this later, but... What was he even doing there? Like, they never explained whether he was actually there to take the mark or to stop him from being killed. No, I thought he was going to no, take the mark. Yeah, he stole his job. I guess. They took him a gerb! Wait, what? They took him a gerb! I thought he was there to kill Dick Donner's brother. Yeah. Yeah, both I'm of them. I'm unclear on that, yeah, actually. Both of them were. Sylvester Stallone got the job to kill yeah. that mark. Right, yeah. right. But then, I'm not Antonio sure that he was there to do it, I'm though. I'm sure also got that job because Nikolai was putting, pitting him against him. Well, no, I knew, I knew why he was there. But I, I, I think the way they set it up, it was unclear. I don't know. It was pretty clear to me. I thought they were both there to get the to kill, and but I don't know. Yeah, it's this movie not explained very well. All right, Alex, number six. I'll give you that one because my number six is the editing. Some of those stuff is you know run of the mill, okay, but um, just like Jeff, like you said, the beginning, the editing, it's, what the fuck is going on? It, it's okay to start a movie with a flashback to set up, you know, whatever. But this one goes into that and then goes to the boring 
swamp where he's going to kill another assassin that's, you know, out to, putting him out to pasture or he's retiring the the guy, which I think would have been a better start to the movie if it was just starting out in the swamp with Sylvester Stallone because then it comes like full circle towards the end of the movie. But starting it with that black and white BS thing, mm-hmm. like, ah, I don't I didn't like that. Yeah, it didn't fit the movie. No, I, I I didn't like the since we keep talking about the swamp scene. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that they they like set up that like oh he's a hitman but he's not that bad. Yeah, like the like the guy he's killing is like you and your code. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> and then he doesn't, yeah. and then he's not actually the one to pull the trigger because they want to show him actually like assassinating somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have more to say about that in a bit. That was bad writing. All right. Well, there number five. Uh, number five is movie Gooey. This yeah. is <laughs> Peter's in this movie are fucking amazing. <laughs> even for yeah. the '90s, even for the mid '90s. You mean you don't have your text messenger just appear on your desktop? Yeah. So these these computer, <laughs> these these uh these laptops that they have these these magical assassin laptops, which they I guess they give to everybody when they graduate assassin school. Like, I'm unclear on that. Yeah. But they all they all have like some satellite hookup or cellular hookup that they can uh do some kind of like internet with each other. Um mm-hmm. extranet. The same got the same one. Yeah. But <laughs> then the, these things only have like the whole operating system is just to do this one thing. Like <laughs> Oh, they could look at pictures and print them too. Yeah, like the the super grainy pictures. But the yeah, like Alex was saying how the typing just happens in two text boxes that that they can only support like fifteen or sixteen characters at a time. Oh, I guess I guess a, I guess we. Even a, oh, sorry. There's not even a text box. It just appears on this text. Just well, no, that's that's what when I, when I say bo- I mean hidden box, whatever. But uh, mm. yeah, except when Antonio Banderas says "fuck you" over and over again, yeah, fuck you. just by randomly hitting buttons fuck on this yeah. computer, but. Yeah, the, and then of course it has the sound effect over. for each each letter typed. Deet, 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 deet. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, it's <laughs> awful. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I tried to watch to see how close their their actual typing was to to what was appearing on screen. Uh, <laughs> to varying degrees, um, they just but yeah, they're they're definitely just randomly hammering on the keys, uh, which is hilarious. Um, I liked Stallone's password was like four. Letters long, <laughs> or four characters. And it's better than two, which is still, <laughs> yeah. Which is, I guess I don't know. It's still fairly secure. And yeah, back then, yeah. yeah. But what about the? Uh, I mean, I I loved hearing the dial-up modem <laughs> at the very beginning. <laughs> which I mean makes sense. If you had cell phone, you should, I mean, if they had the adapter that would work. I just don't really. Yeah. And yeah. Car- I don't really carrying that thing and the printer. Like, what the fuck? But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Makes being assassin a lot less cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tony Maris, of course, has got it next to the bathtub. Yeah. All right. Um, my number five is uh, the logo. And, and, <laughs> and my comment is, ugh, the logo has eyes because that's what... Stallone looks at 
for all his marks. He circles their eyes, and Natak wants to see their eyes. And so, of course, her logo has to have fucking eyes. She's mm-hmm. goddamn Catwoman. Assassin. <laughs> so. so yeah, the logo was stupid. It's terrible. The uh, Eastern Europeans or the Dutch or whatever are in the apartment. He's like, "Can, can you see us?" And, uh, and that's when the eyes pop up on the laptop she set yeah. up. Yeah. I, I, I want to say one more thing. I don't remember when I was toward the end the movie, and they have a very close up on her eyes. And she you knows she's Julianne Moore. She's got these nice, pretty eyes. And then it like turns over to Stallone's the same close up on his eyes. And oh god, my eyes! I just thought it was hilarious. Like this, I don't know what they were doing there, but yeah, I, <laughs> stupid sunglasses at the end. Uh. Uh, the reflection. I'll have more to say about that. <laughs> Yeah, I, here's, here's a really dumb thing. So the, these guys are Interpol. They have several agents like in the hallway. They've basically taken over that floor. How could they not fucking know what room she was coming from? Like especially after they after she sends the uh, uh, the remote control because I think you can only operate on that floor, and probably only on that side of the hotel. So. It would have taken them all about, I don't know, a minute and a half to see, like, okay, who has a room? Yeah. And then... I mean, they show, they show the, car, the car going, taking a couple turns and stuff, but still. Yeah, and they're like, oh, this lady brought in a cat. Oh, there's cat eyes. Like, <laughs> it would have taken them, like... You should have been busted almost instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Hey, but she also ordered tuna fish, so that's how Sylvester Stallone was able to find her. Eww. And he randomly steals that, guy, that guy's banana, too. That was kind of a dick move. <laughs> I'm not gonna fall enough for no banana, no tailpipe. <laughs> banana tailpipe. All right, uh, where are we now? That Wait. was mine. Or is it, so Alex yeah. is number five. Yes. Ooh, my number five is Sloan. Is I don't want to say he's phoning it in, but he he's going for this like brooding, mysterious type of character, but he just comes off as bored throughout the whole movie and it's I know it's for to juxtapose Antonio Banderas's uh performance but he's just uh every time he's on screen alone without Banderas is he's bored he's got zero chemistry with Julianne Moore their scenes are awful he's trying to be all oh, thank, romant- thank god they didn't have some fucking like awkward love scene I'll get in the specialist uh, <laughs> yeah it's like, oh, yeah, I, I thought that was going to be, you know, yeah, I thought that'd be a good end for me, a good retirement, until I met you. <laughs> and then she's not in the room at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it was terrible. Plus, he was, I mean, I kind of like that his character was just wearing, like, dad clothes for most of the movie. <laughs> he was just in, like, regular schlubby, like, uh, nine to five uh, sweater vest. Yeah. <laughs> jacket and stuff i thought that was cool it's like for assassins to be walking around that, that speaking that piece, but... speaking of uh the wardrobe it's not even dares he's got the belt up to big. his nipples like <laughs> and like he's got a couple outfits for, yeah he's got that fucking thing hiked up god bless <laughs> the 90s mm-hmm. but yeah still on number five jeebus put some effort into it <laughs> all right um uh... 
Scott, number four. Uh, just uh, before I get my number four, just to, to follow up on what Alex was saying, uh, you, you asked about him putting in a little effort, maybe. Uh, he was paid $15 million for this. This is 1995. <laughs> Jeebus. So just saying. Uh, uh, all right, I'll do it. I guess I'll do it. Yeah, I guess I'll do it. Go, baby, go! Alright, saying it before Alex did. Um, <laughs> before is, is Stallone's character. So they they set him up. He's an assassin, and like right he away, is? sorry, assassin. <laughs> he's an assassin. There you go. And uh, his very first guy doesn't actually kill. He goes to kill. Like this is why I get confused because he he supposedly is there to, to kill the other guy. Dick Donner's cousin. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do that, mostly because he never even got the chance, so we don't know. And then it keeps flashing back to the him shooting the guy. And they, God, they, they fucking reuse that shit. Like, that's going to be a solid, <laughs> like, five, ten minutes of the movie, just them keep flashing back to that. Uh, and, you know, he gets it. He, oh, he feels bad for killing a guy, so he must be a good dude. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he, he shoots at fucking Antonio Banderas, like, I don't know, saw 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> doesn't hit him. He doesn't, but otherwise, he doesn't, like, do any, like, hitman shit. It, it's just... <sighs> yeah. He doesn't do any assassinating. Yeah, he's... Assassins. They, so they set him up <laughs> as assassins. this, like, this, this hitman with a heart of gold. And I just, like, I don't care. Like his character, I don't care. I don't care. His character would have been better if he was like actually more calculating, cold blooded, and still willing to kill people. And yeah. uh, oh, you're talking about Gene Reno, Jean Reno. And at the end, he it's still he, the only the only time he actually shoots anybody in the entire movie, except in that flashback. So I'm not really counting that. And the and the uh, stunt double that doesn't even look like Stallone, by the way, that they have in the window. <laughs> uh, you know, HD's not doing any favors for that one. But, uh... Yep. Uh, it's, it's just in self-defense for the stupid uh, glasses thing which you said you wanted to talk about, Alex. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, just this, this whole character is like, they set him up to be sympathetic. And I'm like, no! Like, he fucking killed his friend. <laughs> like, he was apparently an assassin up to that point, and all of a sudden he comes across uh, an attractive Julianne Moore, and it's like, oh, okay, he must be a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, oh, well, they, and this whole code, how he's not willing to kill innocents, and the, the guy he takes out in the first mark is like a, a shitty hitman. Like, oh, it's, it's okay for him to murder people as long as they're, you know, like, it's like true lies. But they're all bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I'll just say, I still think in the cemetery scene, he was going to do it. Like, he, had, he was peeling the tape off, he was lining it up, and that's when Antonio Banderas got there first. So I think he was going to make that hit. But other than that, you're right. I mean, you know, when he's typing on the computer, I'm getting out of this shit. You know, like he was. Yeah. I think we just caught him at the end of his career. But yeah, I agree. It should have been. He didn't kill anybody. No, no, Jeff. He's still making action movies like saw 20 years after this. Yeah. So, well, that wasn't the end of his career. No, I meant of. of Oh. (laughs) Robert, what was his name? Wraith? Raph? I have more to say about the names. Real quick, Robert so let's hold Ryan. off on that. <laughs> Bane. 
All right. Um, my number four is the plan at the end where, okay, he realizes that he's the – well, he doesn't know it's Nikolai, but it's setting up to be like it was when he killed Nikolai and his whole plan. He's telling it and it's so bad, so slow. And okay, but it's a real, it's a decent plan, I guess. And then it just, like I said, it takes forever to happen. And then Antonio Banderas is just sitting in that room and freaking out and eating everything around him. Just like, ah, including the scenery. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, just like, just I just bug me just to see him. I'm just sweating and drinking the water. I'm like, oh, he's gonna have to piss soon. I'm sure that's gonna happen. Yep, there it goes. And then he just runs in. It's so I thought it was a decent plan. Just, just didn't care. And, uh, yeah. So that's... Uh, I'm that's gonna have to disagree. Okay. I'm bored to say about this. Me too. Alright, well, that's my number four. So, Alex, you're number four. My number four is... Uh, just the whole ending with the Nikolai reveal and all that stuff is... It's like, alright. The clock is setting uh, union rules. We gotta end this movie right now, so let's just wrap it up. <laughs> Uh, Nikolai is here. Hey, he's got armor. That's how he's alive. And oh no, and the shootout, and that's a wrap. So yeah, the the one like thing that that the the irredeemable aspect of Stallone's character is wrapped up there. Well, I don't know. He didn't actually kill his friend, so he's a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I like, and I I hated too how he was like, "You son of a bitch, you let me think you were dead." I was like, no, but you're the one who fucking shot him. You don't get to be mad about that. <laughs> yeah, you might want to know why. I get that. But, like, you don't get to be mad at him for... <laughs> you're the guy that pulled the fucking trigger. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, this whole ending is just sloppy and I hate it. It's dumb. <laughs> they have this great shootout. The Tony Banderas falls like... <laughs> Five floors. <laughs> and all of a sudden, hey, it's me, Nikolai. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. It's like terrible. Brian Brian Dennehy showing up in South Park. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck is Brian Dennehy? <laughs> fuck is Nikolai? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. Yep. Nikolai. All right. Uh, Scott, number three. Number three is the names. Robert Rath. <laughs> Miguel Bain. And... Nobody even fucking questions it in the entire movie. Like, Julianne Moore asks his name, and he says, Robert Rath. She's like, okay. Well, you can call me Electra. <laughs> She's like, you thought... <laughs> you thought your name was ridiculous. I go by Electra. And then and then Antonio Banderas' character is Miguel Bain. And, and it just made me wonder, like... Like, how can you fucking take these guys seriously? I guess when you kill people, people will take you seriously. Yeah. But... Assassins. The <laughs> <laughs> I don't know good, how to do with mix good, both of those stacks. You know what? I'm I'm sure whoever wrote uh, Miguel Bain was a comic book fan because Bain is South American. And that is true. So uh, it's just it's just some super edge lord shit. Like even in 1995, <laughs> edge lord. <laughs> it's it's like again. Lord is there is, is there like some like seminar that they went to? Like where it's like you want to be. <laughs> become an assassin for just $150 come see the seminar and then they walk out of there with one of those laptops and a, and a fucking assassin name <laughs> yeah. and they're all like I'm gonna be Robert Rath I'm gonna be Miguel Bain I'm gonna be like to... I'm gonna be like Dave Murder right? it doesn't 
It just seems so dumb. Like, the whole idea of being an assassin, too, is not drawing attention to yourself. If you saw some guy that was named Wrath, you'd be like, that's a weird name. <laughs> and Mr. K. Rhyme is here to see you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It just... Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody just... Somebody was writing the script was like, I know, he needs, he needs a cool last name. And I get that's it. Right. Like, Wrath. There, there's been all kinds of dumb names. But, uh... Like, I'm just talking about uh, Demolition Man. His name's John Spartan and Simon Phoenix. Oh, those those names are cooler than these two. But... Hell yeah, yeah right, they are. are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Damn just a long line of action movies where they have... They have uh, Cobretti. <laughs> <laughs> You're a loose cannon, Cobretti. Cobretti. Uh, Cobra. But yeah, Robert Rath and Miguel Vane. And you know, like, if this was actually from the Wachowskis... <laughs> Wachowskis. Yeah, they could have been. I just figured, whoever wrote this movie, they were like high fiving each other, like yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, these guys are badass. Wrath like and Jane Bane. And what's his face in, <laughs> in Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, the the vegan police. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Tom Jane and uh, ah, what's the other guy's name? Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it just it's it's Jesus Christ, it's like some. Like kid writing a movie stuff. Like <laughs> we gotta go with something cool. Wrath and Bane. I just I couldn't get over it the entire movie. Every Daniel, time they said their names, nice. I was laughing. Yeah. yeah. So the, this is the very first thing the Wachowskis are credited with as, as writing, anyways. And they're not taking credit for it. <laughs> and they don't. Yeah. And then there's something called Bound. Oh yeah, Bound's an interesting it. movie. And then The Matrix. So. Whoa. There you go. Alright, uh, my number three is Antonio Banderas. Ugh. I couldn't, sta- I couldn't stand him in this movie. Sorry. Oh, I strongly disagree. I'm sure you do. He's, he's mm-hmm. your. Yes. Nasal Nicks. He's so annoying. Everybody <laughs> That's right. He's the Nasal Nicks V. I forgot about that. Well, he wasn't. Some dude was just doing a terrible impression. No, no, that's him. <laughs> he's not the B. Jazz, use Nasal Nicks. You almost sound like Khan uh, right there. <laughs> From hell to hell. Going to be buried alive. Uh, buried alive. Anyway, every time he was on screen, I hated it. He was so fucking annoying. So, sorry. Sorry, Alex. Antonio Banderas. I, I agree that Sylvester Stallone mailed it in, but uh, I wish Antonio Banderas did the same thing. <laughs> he could have toned it down a bit. <laughs> I will admit that. But not by much. Alright, well that's my number three. What's your number three? My number three is the whole I kind of like the whole perfume jasmine setup. Mo- mostly because I forgot about it when the callback happened and I'm like, oh and it, it I don't yeah, I don't even remember him fucking saying anything when he squirts the perfume. I, I you know I just kinda of tuned out it's like he's just yeah. fucking being weird in another scene. Did he actually yeah. call out that he's like, "Ooh, Jasmine"? Like, I don't, I don't remember that yes. at all. But he I goes, think he Jasmine. did. Yeah. Jasmine, oh, <laughs> yeah, Jasmine, Jasmine, <laughs> Jasmine is sassy. Oh, see, <laughs> Jasmine. Yeah, and then Juliet Moore goes through the the day to dead celebration in a monumentally stupid move, and he's like, "Jasmine, there's Jasmine everywhere." I'm like, "Why would he be?" Oh, and then that's what hit me, and then even at, towards the end in the rickety old house. Like, right before, like, he's looking around because he didn't notice the smell before. He's like, Jasmine! And then he gets shot. That was cool. I like that. 
So wait, wait a minute. Now I'm just put. He wreck. He smelt her in the cemetery. Or is yeah. that just? So then, why did the next day he keeps? So he must have known she was there. Why did he keep telling Stallone no. he was alone? No, he finds like we, some jasmine flowers like scattered yeah, throughout the he, cemetery, and he's like, "Oh, that's what I was okay. smelling." Yeah, it's, uh, it's but he but he says it out loud, which is kind of weird. <laughs> jasmine everybody. There's jasmine everywhere. Yeah, it's beautiful. It smells delicious. Now I'm going to put the piece of fruit on the fence and then say I shot your brother. Then. Oh, sorry. That was the other editing <laughs> shit thing. Jeff chopped into a little bit of a, like, <laughs> Giuseppe. I'm going to kill the brother. Yeah, it was weird. Sorry, i got to go back to my number six because that's the, the other editing thing that I really, like, really fucking annoyed me. He goes, he gets the kumquats or whatever, the peaches. He puts one on the spike. I'm like, okay, he's going to test the rifle. That makes sense. You know, it's kind of the same thing. And then they go to Stallone, and then they go to the Day of the Dead, and then after all that happens, then he finally goes into the building and shoots the fruit. I'm like, what? That was like three hours. Nobody, like, took the fruit off of there? Birds didn't pick at it or anything? And it's obviously somebody thought that, no, putting on the fruit and then having them tested immediately. Oh, that's too far fetched. We have to have three well, hours. No, he well he puts it. Well, he puts it on there after the bank is closed. Like, why would somebody like no, a random person my, walking by do that? No, my thing is is why did he wait so long to test the rifle? Why didn't he just put the fruit on there, walk all the way up the building and test it immediately, and then go to the Day of the Dead festival? Why would you walk up those stairs twice? I don't understand why. Don't why was there a rush to do that? Now? I don't understand. He's a scene. And I want to say, a, sorry. I think there were yeah. some. Uh, I thought he only bought two, and yeah. I'm pretty sure he eats one, puts the other one on the fence, and then when he shoots the other one, he eats another. He eats the third one. I think there was a, was a sep- there was a second. Plum. See, no, that's the thing because of the editing. I think that was the same one that he bit into first. She just held on to that for three hours. <laughs> yeah, because of the sloppy editing, that's what it looks like. He just okay, admit, he's got a, a kumquat with one bite in it in his pocket while he's running around the graveyard looking for Jasmine. And he's like, "Oh right, I got a peach hanging on the spike. I better go shoot it now." Ugh. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yep. I don't know where we're at now, though. I think number, it's your, your number, number two. Three. Oh, you did number three already? Yes, and X. Okay. <laughs> Scott, number two. Number two. Uh, so <laughs> Jeff Jeff hated it, but I I actually liked him freaking out in the hotel uh, when he's sitting there waiting. Um, yeah, that whole scene was way too fucking long. But uh, I I really liked the part where the first time he freaks out when he when the guy comes out that looks like Stallone, and then he. Yeah, he freaks out, but then he calms down and he's like perfectly still. Yeah, which would have been which would have been awesome, except he's fucking freaking out again like five minutes later. It's like okay, that's that's a bit much. But I, but I do like the whole idea of making him like basically literally sweat out on top of that hotel uh, the whole day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I said I like the plan. I just yeah. didn't like the way they did it. Yeah, him just sitting up there like, editing. I looked. It fucking looked hot too. That was <laughs> yeah. like I was getting thirsty. Not not. I mean, for actual water, not the other kind of thirsty. You were dying. Uh, Antonio's an, an attractive man, but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, just the just him sitting up there all day. I thought it was cool. 
That was that was the most like assassin part of the movie because the most part they're just running around like idiots like shooting at each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, this one's actually like I go. This is what this is what like an assassin would do. You just fucking sit there and wait for the the target to come. Yeah. So. And you think you'd have more than one bottle of water? Every every police stakeout I've ever seen in movies, they have like yeah pizza. Yeah, and... there's yeah they're supplied. Well, he didn't think he was going to be up there all day. If you're if you want to be the number one, you got to be prepared for all. Number things. one. Yeah. Well, that's why he's not number one. Uh-huh. All right. Um, my number two is you already mentioned it was the movie Gooey. Um, I, I, at first I liked, cause when, he, when I saw him sit down, I'm like, okay, this is where he's going to tell the person that, you know, the target's been acquired or whatever. But I'm like, okay, what are they going to use? Is 95 is not really, you know, and then yep, sure enough, it's the dial-up modem, which I, I appreciated. But then, yeah, it's the, just, there's no operating system. It's just whatever. Just type on the screen what you want the people to see, which I get it. It's a movie. Like, I understand it, but you got to at least... And maybe in 95 was acceptable, but like even they do it nowadays. It's like, come on. At least put a Mac OS or a Windows on there because that's <laughs> people know, right? No one doesn't know, or at least your iPhone now, whatever. Just Well, nowadays, yeah. Yeah, but they still nowadays movie gooey suck <laughs> or yeah, over the top, right? Like watch a Marvel no, movie. Jeff, and Jeff, there, awesome were, there, Stark there were no computers in over the top. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> yeah, everything's got to be like holographic floaty thingies that you swipe left and right. Yeah. For stuff. Yeah. By the way, so uh special guest Matt who hasn't been on in a while, he has this cool big like tablet. It's like an artist tablet. I've never seen I it know. before. Like Those a, are so cool. Like a Wacom? I have no idea what it is, but it's this giant tablet and he's got his pen on it. But he also we look over at him and he's wearing this glove where like his index finger and thumb are avail- are through it, or like not in the glove, but the rest is. Yeah, and it's so you don't like activate the screen with your hand resting on it. But yeah. it looks like he's wearing some Minority Report bullshit. <laughs> he's over there, <laughs> he's waving. He's like, "What the world? What the hell is that?" And he had explained it to us, but it was hilarious. Does he um, does he work up with that thing, or is it just the thing that he has? Yeah, I don't think he actually does uh, like his day job with. It. Okay, maybe, maybe some. I was gonna say if they they had like a tablet that was like like good enough to do that that'd be cool because I, I don't know I don't keep up I don't keep up with that stuff so yeah um, but yeah he was doing some pretty cool... uh, I'll tell you guys, I don't know if I don't... he wants it out so I'll tell you afterwards what he was drawing um, <laughs> does it rhyme does it rhyme with penis <laughs> it does not okay it's nothing bad just <laughs> um all right my number two yeah, you, movie UI we already talked about it so Alex number two. My number two is the action set pieces are actually kind of cool. Like the whole shootout at the graveyard, I know it didn't make sense, but it was kind of neat trying to <laughs> Stallone trying to be nonchalant, <laughs> shooting out of the cast and everything. That was kind of fun. Uh, the cab scene one and the car chase, that was awesome. I love that. He was over there mm-hmm. and Antonio Banderas is trying to get out of the car, but Stallone's like slamming him on the side of a bus. Oh, fucking shit. That just looks like it hurt. Yeah, this movie should have been over at that scene because there's no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That. that was the best one. Well, I, even, well I think Stallone would have been dead first from. It was like a. It was a. I don't know. They, they, they showed the bullets at the end. Those things are. It was like a 308. Pretty sure that would have gone through the fucking bulletproof no, glass. And a, the... No, that was a different rifle he was using in the cab. That was more like a gun modified to be a rifle. Okay. 
Do you yeah, say it wasn't so? a high-powered. I know. I know. Alex is our is our gun expert. Uh, Twenty-two. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll take your word on this, Alex. Well, it wouldn't have. Um, <laughs> but so, my number one is a very long line. So I got to bring uh, this. Uh, would there have been bulletproof glass and caps? Is that what's in there? Yeah, that's always been there. <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's not a cop car. Like, I, I don't. No, I know, but it's always. It's well, that's that's funny that you bring it up, Jeff, because I'm pretty sure you can't kick out glass on the side of a of a cop car. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Even yeah. a '95. <laughs> It's not a thing that you can do. <laughs> um, all right, continue. But yeah, that was the best part. And then even the shootout at the old rickety hotel that was falling apart, that was pretty cool. Like where you don't know where you had to be careful where you stepped because things could be falling down and everything. And also there were so many damn doves and pigeons flying around. <laughs> I could have sworn this was a John Woo movie. <laughs> I was I was say, John Woo wept. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you can imagine my surprise when I saw Dick Donner. What? But yeah, yeah. I love the the action set pieces where it's the thing to see here. Besides my number one, which I'm pretty sure everybody knows by now. <laughs> All right, well, Scott, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is Antonio Banderas. Just, <laughs> woo, <me too. laughs> just hoovering, devouring scenery throughout this entire thing so I, I like I, I've got to imagine that there had to be at least a few scenes where Donna is like alright Antonio uh, or Tony alright Tony uh, give me more do you, do you think you could do, so that first take was good uh, let, let's let's try just ease up a little bit okay nope. and then and this is still what we got just like yes. just, just him mugging everything and so and he does the thing where he like shaking his finger he's like ah yeah you know and it was you know it was it was funny and and charming and desperado not so much here where he's just like (laughs) not really it's like drive 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 just 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 weird decisions by him just the, the weird quirks that he had. Uh, Pretty sure Antonio is smart enough to know what this movie was. It's like, all yeah. right, I'm just going to go balls to the wall and see what I can get away with. And, you know, I <laughs> I don't know I need to see two hours of this, but if it was cut down, it would have been you know, better. But I still... Agreed. I was still laughing like at all of his dumb shit that he was doing. Um, <laughs> he was probably like, Stallone's getting fifteen million for this. Yeah. I'm getting fifteen thousand. I'm gonna make Fuck it. I'm just, yeah, I'm going for yeah. it. Uh, and I the the scene where he, he finds out that Stallone is the mark, and he does the thing where he like kisses his fingers up to the to the heavens. Uh, that's been made into a meme now. <laughs> I posted oh. it on our group chat. Oh, did you? you did. Oh well, people take that though, and they'll like put different things on the computer screen. <laughs> Awesome. So, uh, yeah, Ben, ben Terrace is is uh, I don't want to say he steals the show, but he's, <laughs> he's he is the show. He, he, he definitely makes the most of his uh, of his time in front of the camera in this movie. All right, uh, my number one is I did like the the beginning of this movie, except for the very very beginning. But once, uh, like you said, the shootout at the cemetery happens. I did. It was pretty decent action there for a while. Where you have all that whole scene where he gets in the cab 
tracks them down, everything. I just liked all that. I, yeah, that was cool. I, I, the bulletproof glass in the cab, I don't know if that's a thing or not. but It is a thing. Why? Because being a cabbie's dangerous. It even had that slot to put money through. Okay. I guess. How come Uber drivers yeah. now don't have a... Uh, because they're stupid. Because they don't. Because they don't carry cash on them. Oh, that's yeah. that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he would. I mean, it was cool. Like I like that. He's like, it's been fun talking to you, and he just reaches, kicks through, and reaches around, which was cool. But then, yeah, he's smashing the bus. He would have been broken in half. Yep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was <Fine>. superhuman. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And jumping out of the car and all that stuff. I don't. know. It was fun. Like I enjoyed it. I, I'm not. I'll, all my action movies all have dumb, sh- unbelievable stuff. So I'm not going to... It's just something like, what the hell? But I still enjoyed it. Um, leading up to... It's not that great of an action scene at her house, but when he... I don't know, pull the gas line out, throw some alcohol on the floor, blow up, and I'm going to flip this computer table over and it's going to save me. So that's a <laughs> fall out of the third, yeah. fourth floor. Without a scratch. <laughs> yeah, I think he had a scratch. Now he's, but, he's pretty beat up. Yeah, but still. Yeah, yeah, no. That... <laughs> and the yeah. table disappears. When he's falling, there ain't no table in the shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. You're right. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh... oh, it disintegrated. Yeah. It's just that, evaporated, that thing in, bodies can evaporate. <laughs> that thing in movies where you can be thrown clean of a blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When the concussive force should turn your bones into jello. <laughs> yeah, like Alex said, he was uh, disintegrated, blown out to sea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Alright, Scott, I mean Alex, number one My number one, Miguel Bain I, Miguelito. I just love how over the top Yeah, Miguelito And I know that Stallone was supposed to be the cold calculating type That, I mean, he didn't make it work And it was just to juxtapose Like Banderas as impatient Like very um, Loose cannon Off the hinge type of uh, assassin character what? Uh, it's, it's what? Uh, oh, sorry. Assassin. Okay. Uh, so I loved every second that... I'm I'm glad he, you know, he was uh, the villain, and he wasn't, like, on screen all the time, but I did love his scenes. I was very entertained. Even when the... <laughs> in the shootout at Julianne Moore's apartment, when the lady comes in, he's like, no, 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 and he, shoot, and he shoots her almost like as a reflex by accident. He's like, ah, uh, damn it. <laughs> But he thought oh, was she great. was the mark, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. No. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He still didn't know what she looked like. Oh, that's right. Yeah, remember when he had the, her gift, thinking that was the disc? Oh, I thought he was going to use her at a, as a hostage. That's why she, he didn't want her to leave. He's like, oh, no, no, wait, wait. Uh, I shot you in the back. No, he thought, because that's why he went to that apartment. He thought that was hers, for, based on the car, where the car spot was, right? Wasn't that what he did? And then that's why he killed the boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. And then oh, he's okay. yelling at Stallone. He's like, I already killed this. I already got the mark. I already got the disc. And then oh, he okay. shook it. And there's like, oh, it's a necklace. And he got pissed off. I see. Oh, just one little other nit, well, not nitpick, but a uh, complaint here. So at the very end, when there's the brief moment where uh, you think they're, well, I never thought it, but where they're like acting like they're going to be friends now. And uh, he says, it's nice to meet you, Arbitrath. And, he, and then Stallone says, it was very dangerous to meet you, Miguel. Uh, <laughs> it's like, no, this fucking guy's been killing 
like people throughout the entire movie and they're just supposed to be okay with it all of a sudden. Like, no. Oh, they're assassins. Assassins. <laughs> Job hazards. Because of the territory. No, yeah. Anyway. That whole shootout, his death, well, his supposed, what should have been his death, was pretty awesome. He falls off the balcony, <laughs> through the thing, onto another um, balcony, and then that ends up falling also. That was great. And then he gets so, shot through a jacket. Yep. Like a chump. The fucking, oh, I'm going to put on my glasses now. Ooh, check out the reflection. Stupid. He knows he's right behind him. <laughs> he just yeah. saw that. I know, it's so dumb. And for her to be so cool and calm and collected about it, where earlier she's like, he's coming! He's being like overreactive when she oh, was like, she, Oh, yeah, the at the cafe. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, I go now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. this fucking movie. <laughs> but was it for Antonio? Alright, well, I kind of have to agree with you guys. As much as I hated him, at least he was something in the movie. Yeah, ex- right? <laughs> <laughs> Even when he was waiting, that's that's tough when an actor has to do just a scene all by himself with nothing to work off of. It's only him. And I thought that was great. <laughs> Even if Stallone was in the shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he was Especially when sniper- Stallone was in the shot. Yeah. And the sniper's perch and he was freaking out. And then, he, yeah, like Scott said, he turned stone cold for a bit. That was great. Awesome. All right, well, let's rate it. Um, as usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. Seven being perfect, one being piece of poopoo. Uh, Alec or Scott, what are you going to rate this thing? Uh, so when I sat down to watch this again, I was hoping it was going to be uh, like a good bad movie, but at two plus hours and Stallone, I, I don't feel like he was necessarily mailing it in, but there just wasn't a whole lot there. And, yeah, what he was going for, I think, just didn't like Yeah, it. and then just a lot of anachronistic 90s bullshit. <laughs> uh, and, you know, some, some okay action sequences. But, yeah, I don't I don't need to see this again anytime soon. Unless it's, like, distilled Antonio Banderas meme form. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give us a three. Okay. I also give it a three. Did not like it. Um no, sir. Doesn't go like into it. doesn't go into hate territory, but definitely did no, not. It's like def- definitely film. mediocre at best. Yeah. I will not be watching this ever again. But... <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the strength of Antonio Banderas, is just how <laughs> if, if this is a good masterclass at going. Okay, if you're ever asked to really ham it up, <laughs> watch Assassins, Antonio Banderas, and then take it down a couple notches. <laughs> Couple. And that's how far Jesus. you need to go. <laughs> I'm going to give this a four. I was still very entertained by Antonio and the action set pieces. I'll just fast forward to just all my favorite parts when I watch this again. Okay, fair enough. Um, all right, well, it's time for a crossover, well, which uh, is what? Uh, real quick, honorable mention. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I did like the Day of the Dead stuff. Like, again, didn't need to be two and a half hours long, but... Uh, they did stuff was cool, and also they have the she has the best trained cat in the world. I know, fuck that cat. The cat they like breed with them. They like they stop at one point and are eating in the car, and they just set the cat in the hood. Like that cat would run away, and you never fucking see it again because it's a cat. Idiot. <laughs> yep. And there's like like eight points in the movie where they do that kind of stuff. <laughs> and the cat's still always there. <laughs> Whoa, easy, Rummy. 
<laughs> Sorry, I had to drink to get through this movie. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. Anyways, and then as we mentioned, the Wachowskis were involved in this. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I guess. Like I said, they they tried to distance, distance themselves, but too bad. <laughs> Their names well, are wrong. Like you said, they got paid for it, so too bad. You can't take your name away from it. Mm-hmm. So what was the day of that stuff? Oh, never mind. I thought you were talking about like Dawn of the Dead. No, like so, so I say Day like of the a Dead. Callback. When I say Day of the Dead, I don't mean like the actual action, action sequence, but them like, like it felt authentic. Like, mm-hmm. like and that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Another thing. Oh, this is my, uh, whatchamacallit. Um, why, why the hell was Antonio Banderas just pretending like he didn't know Spanish? <laughs> That's right. He's the thickest accent in the world. What? <laughs> English? Oh no, you don't speak English. I can't tell you how much. Yeah, I love killing people. Yeah, oh yeah, cerveza. Oh yeah, oh I do speak Spanish. Oh, see, si, see. Si. What? Ugh. Maybe he maybe he's like Spanish. Like Spanish. He just knows Catalan. Yeah, still. All right, let me just redo this real quick so we can clear up the name of the Wachowskis. Uh, the original spec screenplay was written by uh, the Wachowskis and sold for $1 million to producer Joel Silver. Also oh. around the same time, he bought their script for The Matrix, also for $1 million. The script was similar to the final product, but with more developed love story between Wrath and Elektra. And a briefer... <laughs> I wouldn't call that developed at all. <laughs> <laughs> and a briefer ending without the character of Nikolai. Briefer? Uh, yeah. Silver offered Donner $10 million to direct, but Bonner insisted the script be rewritten to tone down the violence and make the central character more sim- sympathetic. Yeah, they did a bang-up job on that, Jesus. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> and brought in Brian Hedgeland, who did a page one rewrite and earned a co-screenwriter credit. The Chowskis attempted to remove their name from the film, but were refused by the Writers Guild of America. There you go. Okay, I can So Dick Donner is probably the blame here, is what it's looking like. Okay. So wait, and then he said, "I won't make that." And Joe Silver said, "I won't make that mistake again." Here, do the Matrix. (laughs) So, so Jeff, real quick, did did I did you say that they they wanted a stronger love story and they did that didn't go in, or they wanted it and did? Uh, No, they rewrote it to have the love interest. Okay, yeah, it felt tacked on. So, yeah, I get that. But that was before the complete rewrite. They're saying that the the original spec screenplay, the one they sold was what they were going to make, except for a more developed love story. But then when Dick Donner was brought on, they did a whole rewrite. Okay. And to make the central character more sympathetic. So all the stuff that you complained about (laughs) (laughs) is Dick Donner. Somebody must have blown smoke in his face. But wait, I thought Dick Donner disliked smoke. (laughs) That's right. That's why he got in a bad mood and rewrote the script. Okay. Okay. Let's get to our crossover, guys. This is Brian, Brian laughed. <laughs> yeah, he did. Crossover, Scott. Okay, so it? the crossover is uh, top five chess scenes in movies, TVs, videos, whatever, pop culture. Uh, seeing as, as chess gets brought up a lot in this movie. Uh, oh, I forgot to put the, the fucking chess... <laughs> like The computer chess game is fucking ridiculous in this. Yeah, isn't it from, like, the 80s? I don't know, but... Like he's re- re- rewatching like but, but, moves from like the eighties. But like it, it says like it has the uh, text to speech thing. That's uh, anyways. Uh, so I'll go ahead and start off my number five. Uh, so for my 
so top five of one of the of these. Um, but number five is X Men, uh, the first X Men. Ooh. Where uh, Charles and Magneto, uh, Professor X and Magneto, playing chess at the very end when Magneto's in that the weird kind of suspended plastic yeah. cage. Plastic cage. Yeah, and they awesome. they have the the plastic. He's got the plastic wheelchair, and the whole chess set is plastic. And it was just it was just really cool that this whole idea that these uh, these these kind of I, I don't know bitter's the right word, but these. These solid adversaries, enemies, um, still have this this mutual respect for each other that they're able to come together and play chess. And uh, you can't uh, win, Charles. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll be the, right here, Eric. Uh, Thank you, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> uh, but yeah, them them playing chess together. These these uh, highly refined, intelligent men. Uh, then Magneto is, says, "Oh, Charles, welcome. Have a seat." Hey, but he was already so. <laughs> All right, my number five, and I'm gonna cheat a little because this one I really wanted to do without looking because I I came up with four right away. The fifth one I had to stretch and yeah. um, Shawshank Redemption. I don't actually remember if Chess oh, is played, dude. but he's carving the chess pieces. Yep. Yeah, so I'm gonna include it. <laughs> um, so that's one of the only moments they're actually not playing chess, but. I don't know. Maybe they do. I don't remember a chess scene. I want to say he was teaching some of the other guys at one point, but maybe not. But I know he was carving them, and then that's what the the guy throws through the poster at the end of the night or whatever. But yeah, checkmate, Shawshank Redemption, Alex. My number five is this one. I remember right away from when I was a kid. I don't remember the whole movie, but the beginning of it was pretty cool. With from Russia with love. When the antagonist is playing chess and then he gets a note saying, oh, we need you for this mission immediately. So then uh, he just ends the match like right away because he needs to leave and he wins. That was great. I've never seen it. No, you should watch the scene. <laughs> That's a good one. Have yeah. we done a James Bond movie? We might have done Goldeneye at some point. Pretty sure we did Goldeneye. I don't think we did. What about Goldmember? Did we do that? I don't think, Goldmember. I don't think we did. Yeah. I don't think we've done any Austin Powers either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, putting it on my list. All right, uh, Scott, number four. Uh, number four is Blazing Saddles. Uh, the oh, the whole introductory um, scene with the Waco kid, um, which oh, is yeah. sat and plays chess with uh, with Bart, Black Bart, <laughs> um, and they they kind of both give their their backstories and. Uh, there's some there's some great jokes mixed in there about uh, Waco Kid Jim, uh, his, his shooting hand, <laughs> yeah. um, him pounding down the, that whiskey, uh, and then just just right off the bat they have that great rapport with each other, um, some some really good chemistry there, um, and then just to kind of tie things in, and this is this is a l- little bit of a reach, but the 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 line um, later in the movie, uh, which is Top ten lines of all time. Uh, when Alex Karras is Mongo, uh, when asked about where the choo-choo <laughs> goes, and they, he says he doesn't know, uh, he then turns to the screen and says, "Mongo only pawn in game of life." <laughs> oh man, you can't. It doesn't Best get any better than yeah. yeah. You get any better than that? So a couple chess references there. But. So what would you like to do? I don't know. Play chess. <laughs> Screw. 
<laughs> well, let's play chess. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. Uh, my number four is from Independence Day. This is when Jeff Goldblum's playing Judd Hirsch in the park. And I think it's oh, all just so later. It. It's just so all at the, this moment when the time runs out and Jeff Goldblum can go, checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> But yeah, Judd Hirsch, you get to see the relationship with his dad and tell you know, the whole it's a little exposition about him and his ex-wife or current wife, but separated wife, whatever, how, for how it goes and how smart he is and how what a hippie is with recycling. All that happens during that chess <laughs> scene. So You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my David. <laughs> <laughs> this is not checkmate. <laughs> ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> So there you go. ID4. Alex, what's your number four? My number four is X-Men. Magneto and Charles. Yeah. Have a seat. <laughs> All right. Scott, what's your number three? Uh, so my number three is Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Yep, oh, yeah, nice. he definitely carves those pieces in there. They're very important to the plot, at any rate, even if no actual chess is played. So is there chess played or no? I can't remember. Okay, I don't think it matters, though. So. No, it doesn't. He's, he's playing the ultimate game of chess. <laughs> he is. Ooh. Um, all right, my number three is also X-Men, and I believe it's not only the end of the first one, but the beginning of the second. Doesn't Charles seem to begin the beginning of X2? And they're playing more chess? But anyway, it's, yeah, everything you guys said. I love the dynamic between those uh, two. At the, at, at the end of the, the third one, too, uh, he's in the park. Yeah. He's in, like somewhere in San Francisco playing chess. Mm-hmm. What now? What movie? The third one. What? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Assassin. 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 Uh, but yeah, the relationship between those two old friends slash enemies, like you said, awesome. And just seeing his Magneto's room. So cool. All right. Uh, so we're on to Alex's number three. My number three is from the X-Files. I'm sorry what? if this is higher on your list, Jeff. No. It wasn't? When that kid that's super smart... Not, not super smart, but he's psychic. He can read minds, and that's why he's so good at chess, because he knows the moves that his opponent is going to make. And then, he, like, at the beginning of the episode, he's playing chess against the guy, and then he kind of looks back, and then he looks forward again, and then he leans back in his chair ever so slightly so that the sniper bullet that is fired misses him and hits the guy that he's playing against. And then Mulder figures all of this out by... Using, like, video replays of the chess match, and he even challenges the kid. He's like, here, why don't you play this computer chess thing? You can't, can you? Because you can't win. You can't read a computer's mind. And he figured that, that whole thing. You don't remember that one? <laughs> no, not at all. Damn. There were some further episodes where, like, you see him being awake while they're poking around. Doctors are poking around in his brain. And then he's, like, with a gray and everything, and they're communicating because they can read each other's minds. Damn, I can't... I, for sure, thought I was gonna. This was gonna be on your list. No, but if it had the gray in it, I probably don't like watching it. So it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I don't remember that. That might be a, a later episode. I don't remember, but I mean, I've seen every single episode, so I know I've seen it. I just mm-hmm. that one doesn't sound <laughs> too familiar. That was a very memorable episode of X Files for me. That was cool. All right, uh, Scott, number two. Okay, number two is one of Jeff's favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner. Uh, it's on my <laughs> list, number one. Not. Oh, you you got me, fucker. 
Oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> good, you fucking... <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the whole uh, chess when... Um, oh, God. Blanking on names here. Uh, Riker Howard's character, um, Roy Batty, uh, is playing with the the genetic engineer, and then they they go to talk to Tyrell, um, and they the way he gets in is because they're playing this chess game, um, kind of on and off, and then uh, he pushes his eyeballs through his socket through through the back of his head. But anyway, uh, yeah, chess is important here. It's what uh, it gets. The, the bad guys into uh, the Tyrell building. So, that was a mm-hmm. very and that cool pyramid. dark scene. Yeah, the cool yeah. Tyrell pyramid. Shows up a couple times. Descendant of the Knight of Flowers? <laughs> yes. Loris. Um, <laughs> my great, 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 great grandfather, Loris Tyrell. All right, my number two is <laughs> from The Thing when McCready at the very beginning oh, of the movie. Yeah, I thought, damn, I, I, was, I thought about that. Almost went with this. <laughs> Found a surefire fire way to beat the computer. Yeah, and uh, he's playing the computer and he's a sore loser and just pours his glass of whiskey or whatever it is into the keyboard and blows that's up the computer. Thousands of dollars. <laughs> and your Antarctica, you might need that computer. Also, that's the only... Unless the aliens might attack or something, you might need it. The only... Female character too, technically in the whole movie. That's true. <laughs> I don't know anyone the dogs was, but trivia. Um, but yeah, I mean it's not that important. See, it just kind of sets up his character, I guess. But uh, yeah, McCready playing chess at the very beginning against the computer in the thing. Alex, number two. My number two in I don't know if you have a, this on your list, Scott, but Cowboy Bebop. Oh, that yeah, was the whole chess episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Radical Edward, uh, a hacker who was playing chess with some unknown entity. It was one of their bounties. They didn't know how to get him because he was an extreme recluse. But he somehow found himself in a random like chessboard, and this guy was really good. And they were like evenly matched for a long time. The like throughout the whole episode, it was great. I love that episode. It's very heavy for how light, like and fun and zany that episode was. There was some pretty like heavy hitting. Like gut punches in that in that episode. Yep, was, mm-hmm. was, most of the episodes are good for that. So. Yeah, gotta confess something really weird here. Uh, the word recluse always bothers me because when I was a kid, I remember reading some story and I had no idea how to pronounce or what that word meant. <laughs> and I was, but I was a kid, so I was, didn't want to waste the time looking up in the dictionary. So I throw that out there. <laughs> and then I was reading another story and. The girl was an, is an invalid, but I didn't know it was pronounced that way. I kept reading it as invalid the whole time. I'm an invalid. <laughs> like, what the hell does that even mean? There you go. Little uh, little window into your brain. <laughs> little window into my uh, uh, under under uh, my subpar English skills. All right, uh, uh, Scott, number one. Number one. Uh, number one is war games. Um. So I, I don't quite remember how much chess is actually being played, but the Whopper, <laughs> the, the Deep Blue, whatever you want to call it, the, the supercomputer they built that's about to launch nukes. Uh, Isn't that tic-tac-toe? There's tic-tac-toe, but um, 
like it's all under the guise of uh, these these games, and one of them's chess, and that's how they after he <laughs> um, has him play tic tac toe and then run all the simulations, and then he decides that you know the only way to play is to not or the only way to win is not to play. Um, then he says uh, the whopper, and the computer voice says, "How about a nice game of chess?" Ah, so there you go. Chess nice. instead of war. I think that was the the message there. Chess, not war. Nice. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. My number one is uh, acted out chess, and it would be from History of the World Part One. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Two Mel Brooks ones that I should have had. Ah, uh, damn it! I forgot about that one. Yeah, that should be one of those. <laughs> this is during the French Revolution story, and King Louis is playing chess, and he has actors on playing the different parts. And then, of course, it turns into uh, horny. And the last words I think are: Bishop mounts queen, knight mounts queen, gang bang, gang bang. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> it's good to be the king. The little midgets are they whip them little dicks out. God, <laughs> but it was awesome. <laughs> Still, my favorite line that I laugh at every time. <laughs> It's it, Jeff, you actually remind me of this line more than anybody else. <laughs> it's like, sir, you look like the piss boy. You look like a bucket of shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. History awesome. of the World, part one, coming soon to our podcast. Oh, Jeebus, fucking better. Yeah. All right, that's my number one. Alex. Uh, my number one is, what am I, I haven't seen this movie in decades. Since I was a kid, but Cloak and Dagger. You guys remember this? Yeah. Dabney Coleman. <laughs> no, it's not War Games. It's similar, if I remember correctly. No. They both have Dabney Coleman in it. Okay. And Cloak and Dagger, I just remember them being on a train and and they have to they have they set up a laptop with Movie Gooey and they're telling another one of their friends how to win at chess for some reason. Like I said, I haven't seen this movie in decades, but I remember that scene because, oh, it's computers and video games. I like that. So there you go. I'll have to probably watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember almost nothing about that movie. There you go. <laughs> good, good topic. It can't good, be disputed. Good, 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 <laughs> Number one. <laughs> good, good dialogue. Good talk. <laughs> okay, this is the second time in two days that Dabney Coleman has come up, and I swear I thought he was somebody else. But did, did he have a TV show? Like, yeah, Mr. Drexler, Mr. Drexler's class or Drexler's class. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, I brought this up, but I was getting him confused with the mayor from Tombstone and the guy from Okay, uh, Lost. <laughs> yeah, Nehan and the guy from Lost. Yeah, Nehan. Uh, wait, wait, the Nehan. the mayor, or the sheriff. Yeah, the the mayor is Terry O'Quinn. Yeah, I don't think that's who I'm getting. Also, he was in Lost, He's also right? the, the dad in uh, Cutting Edge. Bringing it back. Ooh. All right. Anyway, so that's our list. Any honorable mentions? Uh, nope. Bobby Fischer. Where is he? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I had, um, similar to the history of the world where there were acted ones... I know Harry Potter has a scene which stands out my mind. Uh, right, isn't yeah. it the very first one? Yeah. Yeah. With the wizard's chess. Yeah. 
And then, but I want to say, I make, I think it was like an Alice in the Wonderland or Through the Looking Glass, like made for TV movie where they had some scary version of chess that I couldn't quite remember. But so I kind of had them, but they felt it fell out of my top five. But those are the only things that I wanted to mention. You could make an argument for Star Wars and the circle chess and the Millennium Falcon. I thought about it. I know it's not exactly chess, but I would have allowed it. (laughs) All right. Well, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. So, uh, a little bit of a serious topic here. Well, actually, very uh-huh. serious. The women's U.S. women's soccer team is actually suing to get equal rights and equal working di- conditions as their male counterparts. Which but like, I say, it's the, about damn time. As the 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 national team. Uh, yes, the women's national team. Okay. I know the women's national hockey team did the same thing last year, right before the Olympics, maybe? And uh, they won. That's why it's good timing, because the Olympics are coming up 2020. So, yeah. yeah, good for them. Yeah. I hope they get it. They should. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, nothing goofy about this story. It's just, go women's soccer. It's awesome. They're a hell of a lot better than the men's team. So, yeah. Fuck yeah. hey <laughs> They actually made the they actually made the cut for the World Cup last time, so Oh burn. Take that, bald guy. <laughs> Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for Neam New. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay. A couple of reviews here. Uh I did get out to see uh Captain Marvel. Uh was not planning on it. It just kinda happened <laughs> on Thursday. Uh, and, uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't think it was great, but, you know, I wasn't disappointed that, you know, as, as I've said before, the kind of the floor on these Marvel movies is already so high that it's, it's always an enjoyable time, at least for me. Um, Brie Larson was, was great in it. Um, there, there was just some, are you sure Scott? She is a woman. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, now that you bring it up. Yeah, the whole thing—the whole thing—is just terrible. Uh, but uh, yeah, she she was great in it. Um, uh, some great chemistry between her and Sam Jackson. Um, you know, uh, action was a lot. Of it was kind of middling for me. Well, there there was some cool stuff they were doing with with her and her powers, and uh, there was. Uh, there's there's some some good characters in it, some fun characters. Um, I, I got to call bullshit on a couple things though. Uh, mo- mostly that is so not a huge spoiler, but um, so movie supposed to take place in in '95, <laughs> summer '95, and uh, good year. some of the music that they used was not out by then. It was '90s music, Aww. but just saying, just saying. So like Limp Biscuit. Yeah, yeah. Also, 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 she wears a. Uh, some other spoilers. She wears a nine inch nails t shirt for like a huge chunk of the movie. Not a single nine inch nails song. Oh that's bullshit. Yeah, like so so I give this movie three out of ten. No, but uh <laughs> no it's but uh, yeah, no, it, I again I, I enjoyed it. I, I definitely recommend it. Um you know it it felt like somebody was talking with somebody about it today. It it felt like one of the phase one movies. Um Okay, and I, and I think that's a good way to put it because I think they're still trying to figure out 
What well, the... it was in '95. So yeah, that's true. If they made if they made it like a more modern <laughs> yeah. like Phase Three movie, then it would have felt out of place. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I feel like yeah, they're still trying to kind of figure out what they want to do with the character. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, what they do with her Infinity War or, or sorry Endgame, um, and and future because it's already made a ton of money. So there's no reason why they're not gonna want. Uh, uh, a second one, a follow-up one for that. Uh, so yeah, uh, I again I enjoyed it. Uh, did did either of you happen to catch it? Nope, nope. not yet. Okay, I'll, I'll try to see it week. this week. Yeah. All right, Jinx. <laughs> Let's go, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that and I saw Creed two. I have seen that one. Uh, so again, I enjoyed it. Um, it felt like a rehash of the first Creed. Like for the most part, other than the kind of the Drago stuff, it's not a Rocky movie. <laughs> yes, it's another. Yeah, Rocky that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a very good point. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I really wasn't thinking about it that way, but uh, yeah, I mean, so it was cool. Like the Adonis character kind of growing up um, some more, and uh, um, you know, he's he's really good. Um, Stallone again. He's kind of got this like folksy homespun wisdom, which was hmm. I think they took it a little too far in the second movie. <laughs> Just every, every word out of his mouth is like, "When you get to the top of those steps, it's gonna feel like the highest thing ever." Like it's always some like like little inspirational speech that's coming out of his mouth uh, the whole time. Um, but it's still still enjoyable. Uh, it's cool seeing Dolph and. And even Brigitte Nielsen in it. Oh, uh, shit. Spoilers. Uh, and then the kid playing the, the young Drago. That's fucking huge. Oh, my God. I think I felt like it was a bigger mismatch between him and Michael B. Jordan than it was between Dolph and Sloane. And that's saying something. Damn. Although, so Jordan's, like, fucking yoked in this, but he's just not that big of a dude naturally, I think. And this other guy is just, like, he's got, like, those huge kind of, like, <laughs> I don't know, uh, like flying squirrel lats. I don't know how to describe them. <laughs> that's a perfect way to describe Yeah, but the guy's just fucking huge. Like, that's not to say that he can't be outboxed, but... Wait, shouldn't the boxing commission, like, hey, the weigh-in doesn't match up here? No, that's the thing. Is like they're, supposed to, they're both supposed to be heavyweights. Like, I still don't buy Michael, Michael B. Jordan as a heavyweight. Um, this other guy is... Absolutely heavyweight, like hundred percent. Because I mean, once you get into a certain weight bracket, it doesn't matter how big you are. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like once you get to like light heavyweight or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, but again, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see where they they take this if they, if they do a third one, and and what they kind of do with it. Because uh, like if you follow the the original Rocky movies, um, it's time for him to lose again. He kind of, kind of does that again in this one, so I, I don't know. Um, yeah, this one was more like Rocky Three than it was Rocky Two. Yeah, it was like it was like a cross between three and four. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so. Can't oh, He doesn't. He doesn't fight uh, Thunderlips. So. Yeah. There's no. There's no. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Like they could have brought Hogan back for that. That would have been awesome. Well, they should have just made it like. Uh, um, I don't know, John Cena or something or Undertaker. Yeah, uh, John Cena, Undertaker's <laughs> Jeebus. I know, but Brock Lesnar. 
Yeah, there you go. Brock Lesnar probably better. Or Dave, or Dave Batista. Like oh, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah, I, I recommend uh, yeah, both of those. And yeah, that's all I kind of want to talk about. Uh, Alex, anything you wanted to mention? Yeah, I'm disappointed with the Anthem release. It's a lot of. It's kind of buggy. It was crash. I mean, there's an update coming out for it now, but it's still crashing, possibly bricking some PS4s. I still, uh, I still don't buy that. By the way, eh, maybe I don't know how a game's gonna break, brick, whole system, mm. like to brick it, like physically damage it, like it would, you know, wipe the hard drive so the PS4 is useless and you'd have to, I don't know, buy a new one. Yeah, I don't. Those see are the reports. Not necessarily wiping, but, but like yeah, breaking the. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a patch supposedly to fix that. And it's just not having a very good start. And I don't think, you know, it's mostly EA, but a lot of people living uh, Bioware after the whole, no, before and during and then after, of course, the whole Andromeda fiasco because of EA, in my opinion, anyways. So, uh, yeah, it's a damn shame. I was looking forward to it. And if these, like, next DLC packs or anything doesn't fix it, I don't see myself playing it. Take that, EA. Yeah, you just lost a customer. All right. Anything else? Nope. Hey, if I have the EA pass, that means I can play that game at some point, or what? I don't know what kind of bullshit they have set up. Yeah. I just Uh, know that it's bullshit. (laughs) I have it because I play in the sports games. I've been doing, but I haven't played in forever, so I need to cancel it. EA Sports. (laughs) Um, for me, I what I got, I got. I haven't really watched anything new. I've been watching the the 2000s documentary, the CNN one. You know how they do one on every decade. Every God, once in a while. I feel like they need to wait on some of this shit. <laughs> Too soon. The, the Too... 2000s were nine years ago, Scott. <laughs> no, just watch. Like as soon as twenty, like <laughs> as soon as the the day twenty one twenty one or twenty one uh, twenty twenty one starts, they're gonna be like, all right, here's the here's the tens. No, I said it's nine years the ago. Teens. I think it's okay. The history's not going to change. It's like, oh, we did find weapons. But no, but I, but I feel like there needs to be a little more perspective about some of this shit. Sure. Well, no, there is, and that's what's funny. There is some of this stuff. It's like they're looking back on George Bush and like, well, maybe everything he did wasn't terrible. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that, but it's funny. Normalization, uh, yeah. Compared to now, yeah. Exactly. That's the, that, yeah, that's part of it. But uh, without getting all that, it was just cool. There's one on TV, because this is kind of the years, like, when TV took off, with, like, The Sopranos and stuff like that. Um, really cool one stuff on there. The movies I don't remember as much. Uh, music. This is more like when hip hop became a thing. Was pretty cool. Tech. It's all about iPods, iPhones, tablets, all that stuff. Internet. So it's pretty cool. And then uh, obviously nine eleven and all the political stuff involving Bush and the Florida elections and all that. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, uh, most of us have all lived through that. So it's interesting to go back at some of the stuff I don't even remember. <laughs> it's, too busy playing EverQuest, I guess, to, to look up and know what's going on. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, but watch. You mentioned uh, uh, Creed Two. Watching Mike Tyson uh, compilation knockouts. That yeah, was pretty hilarious. Oh, Jesus! Go, go back and watch those. That guy's beast. Brutal. I want to make his children orphans. <laughs> uh, you know, champ. They do have a mother. <laughs> yes, but I feel like she's gonna 
<laughs> Damn it, if I could. <laughs> Do it, Alex. I would have meant that she would die of grief. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now to continue the AFI's Oof. top 100 oh, quote yeah. list. So we didn't do it last week because we were super long, although I think we're almost just as long this week. But let's do it anyway. Let's do it one oh, really quick. So we've done t- 100 through 91, so now we're going to do 90 through 81. Right. So 90, I'm going to... I'm not going to have you guess yet because there's still too many, but guess the movie. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Bond. So which, yeah, which Bond? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, Doctor No, no, no. From Russia no. with Love, no. Spy Who Loved Me, no. I like gold. Oh, Goldfinger. <laughs> yeah, Goldfinger. All right. Tell them to go out there and uh, tell them to go out there with all they got and win one just for the Gipper. <sighs> A baseball movie, League of Their Own. No. Oh, See, I league. know this quote, but I do not know the yeah, name. Yeah, I know the movie. quote. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's some black old old movie, right? Yeah. Newt Rockne, All American? Okay. K N U T E. Newt Rockne, yeah. Football Newt player. Rockne, All American. Foosball player. Never heard of it. Okay. Um, listen to me, mister. You're my knight in shining armor. Don't you forget it. You're going to get back on that horse, and I'm going to be right behind you. Hold it on tight, and away we're going to go, go, go. Black Stallion. 1981 is this when this happened. Never heard of this one either. Empire Strikes Back. No. <laughs> that's that's 1980, by the way. Oh, Fail. yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. On Golden Pond. Okay, yeah. Sawyer, you're going to go out a youngster, but you've cut... Jesus, you're, you're going out a youngster, but you've got to come back a star. Jesus, sorry, I can't read this. Sawyer, you're going out a youngster, but you've got to come oh, back a star. Is this a Rush movie? Like a rock opera? Tom Sawyer? I have No, it's not Tom Sawyer. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 1933 is when this came oh, out. Okay, well then, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's Rush. That'd be impressive. All right, 42nd Street. Never heard uh-uh. of it. Attica, Attica. Attica? Yeah, no. <laughs> 1975. Uh, dog, dog Day Afternoon. You got it. Yeah, I know that. All right, one. this one is be quick. All right, my precious. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Which one? Uh, Fellowship. Nope. Two towers. Two towers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Eighty-four. Oh no! It wasn't the airplanes. It was beauty that killed the beast. Oh, King Kong. Yes. Listen to them, children of the night. What music they make? Uh. Dracula? Dracula dead and loving it? Dracula. Oh. (laughs) Dracula dead and loving it. Toga. Toga. Animal House. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And the last one. I don't know how you guys are going to get this one. Hello, gorgeous. Um, That's it. uh, Blondes are more fun? What's the... What's that one? Blondes are more fun. With the... What's her face? With the Some gentlemen prefer blondes. Yeah, no, it's not. Well, I don't know if it's Marilyn Monroe, but it's not that yeah. one you're talking about, Alex. Oh. Let's get, get, give us a quick in here, Jeff. Just like I, 1968. I 68. Um, uh, actor, actress. I have no idea. Uh, let, me, let me click on it here. Um, Bogart. Is it Bogie? Oh no, uh, Barbara Streisand. Funny girl. Omar Sharif. Yentl. Yeah, funny girl. Oh, yeah, I never would have gotten that. Yeah. Are you sure it's not Yentl? <laughs> that's not what it says. 
All right, that's it. That's 81. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.